This is Hacking the Afterlife podcast with Jennifer Schaefer. Jennifer. Jennifer. How are you? I'm a little bit moody, apparently. <laughs> Feeling a little bit, you know, sometimes is Mercury going somewhere? I don't know. What is that? Reverse, yeah. retrograde, upgrade, retro. So, what? I, I have just realized, like, I've got teary-eyed this morning because it's my daughter's birthday. She turns 19 tomorrow with along with Luana. Happy birthday to them. Go ahead. And I, every year since she was a baby practice, since she was like three years old, I have bought her a donut and we put a candle in it and we bring it into her room. It's just expected. So I actually told her roommate, you know, that motor said, can you please give her a donut? I started crying as I'm texting (laughs) her roommate to make sure that this happens. I start crying over this. I'm like, what is wrong with you, Jennifer? And I'm like, oh my goodness, this is the first time I won't be with her on her birthday. It's the first Mother's Day I won't be with her because she's at Cal Poly Slow. And believe me, she's living her best life. She has like frat parties all lined up. She has great girlfriends that are so excited to celebrate her. Even if I went up there, she wouldn't have time for me. Right? Yeah, but you still want to get that virtual donut in her lap going to but and the roommate's going to get it but i'm also going to get a donut because i my dear friend sandy hassel i was talking to she goes you just you have a party for her even though she's not there she goes that's what i do with eddie her son oh that's sweet okay i like that you know so what jennifer is saying if your loved one's not even on the planet have a birthday for them so i thought today is a a birthday celebration for luana it was tomorrow and maybe if she wants to, we can talk about that. They're just laughing at me. Then they're like, your daughter's still here. <laughs> okay. You'll talk to her 10 times tomorrow. You know? <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I got to tell you a birthday story really quick. Nino Cerruti, the very, really fantastic Italian clothing designer. I met him uh, during the Cannes Film Festival many years ago, and we became pals. And so I used to go visit him in Paris. And whenever you're with Nino Cerruti, who was like a big deal in Paris, everybody, the waiters, everyone would come by, gather around his table. And one day uh, the lights went down and a cake was wheeled out, this giant cake with sparklers. And I was like, I didn't know it was Nino's birthday. That's so wild. And everyone in the restaurant got up and sang happy birthday and the cake was delivered to me. That was just- he that was just- a brag on me. And so he used to do that. And so then I got him back because I would, pull the same prank on him where you know we were at a big restaurant they bring out then i told you know the whole restaurant it's nino's birthday please do this thing anyway so birthdays could be really fun i would think both on this side or the flip side i agree i have i you know i'm a huge birthday person anybody that knows me my friends are making fun of me already they're like should we be celebrating your birthday right now because it is july it's hello it's coming up fast all right, so Luana, let's ask you, and by the way, Luana, our friend on the flip side, who moderates our class, who passed away in 1996, but who brought me and Jennifer together and has been more in my life now than she was then. So Luana, it's your, yeah. the floor is yours. Happy birthday to you, dear. And did you shave off your goatee? 
No, you still have Oh no, it's just the light. You know, every every now and then I got to get the pizza out of there. You look know, like you're clean shaven and your hair cut and everything. You look it's it's the filter. Okay, <laughs> hold on. It's Blake's birthday tomorrow. More stuff. More notifications. So, Luana, Okay. the floor is yours. Do you want to talk about your birthday or how we can celebrate it or what do you want to talk about? I'd like to say that we all get numerous amounts of birthdays. I'm like thousands. She's like trillions. If you think about you and your souls elsewhere, right? Past, present, future lives, which I cannot prove. There's that. You don't have to. It's fine. We understand what you're talking about. So Luana's saying all of your birthdays, you celebrate all of them. You can imagine if you were born in France in 1472, there was that day. And now here you are celebrating this time. Go ahead. So what? So I'm like, what's the point of that? She goes, you should be celebrating every day that you're alive. Don't It's true. It's true. So... wait. Don't wait for birthdays. Celebrate each other. Don't wait for birthdays. Go see that friend you haven't seen. Go listen. Go to that concert. Go listen to that song that you've been wanting to listen to or watch the movie that you've been wanting to watch. Stop wasting time thinking about birthdays when you could be celebrating all along. Well, I must say, Luana, you were really adept at birthday gifts. You would find the perfect gift to give somebody because it was something about them. Now, this is a gift typewriter. that a typewriter that she gifted a friend of mine who then gifted it back to me uh, after she passed. But this was the perfect gift for him because he wanted to become a writer. And I don't know where she found it. I have no idea. Um, it's a bookend anyway, So but sweet. you know, those kinds of, that's the kind of thinking she would do. So just talk about that a little bit, Luana. Why I, I'm going to ask, why were you so good at that? But what's a way that other people can be good at that? I feel like she's what I feel like is coming from her. She always knew um, how to make people feel better or, or how to help them with whatever they were doing. So like you said, with the writing or, or whatever, get, let me, give me a second. She just said, I took an interest in the person. Well, I, I've talked about it before. She doesn't, never, it doesn't have to be that expensive. She goes, people, she, she's showing me the donut. Like the fact that I would get my daughter a donut, every single, my son, they just expected it. So like, and then my husband, And they're just like, if I met, I never missed, like I, you can't miss a year. And like, so just over that, I was crying out, that's not expensive. It's a donut, but it means the world to them. That means the world to them. And even with their friends, you know, we would go get them donuts for breakfast. That was their, you know, it doesn't have to be. And she showed me like that little typer didn't cost that much. That was just like a 99 cent thing she's saying, but she goes, it meant the world. And it's something that you're never going to forget. You're creating memories And memories don't cost anything. Beautifully said. So let me ask you about your friends, because certainly this class has got quite a few of them. And I'm thinking of your friends on this day, people like Chuck, Charles They've been Brody. celebrating for days now, she says. They've been celebrating for days. 
I'm thinking of someone like Michael Goff, who played Batman's butler. There's a picture of you and him. Uh, and uh, behind that's a picture of you and Vic Ramos. These are people that you were very close to in your life. Of course, you know, we met like already later on in life, but these were your close friends. So they're over there on the flip side. So let me just ask, you know, do they have anything they want to say or what's that about? I just asked for my, you guys do celebrate birthdays, right? And she's like, we do. We do celebrate. But she says that, aww. She says that we get to celebrate with the love. And then, oh, she just showed me that Coco movie. We get to celebrate our birthdays with the love that comes from this side of the planet, like from our, from this dimension. They get to, yeah, that's like, they get to yummy it up over there, right? She goes, right. that's the most incredible gift to be give like to give somebody on the flip side is your love to them and celebrating them and honoring them on their birthdays, because that's what they get to feel. They get to feel all that love. And she's like, and it's nothing that can be described here. The love that she gets over there. Um, so on, along those lines, because this topic has come up in our Quora um, forum, hacking the afterlife. Mm -hmm. The idea that you are not only Luana, but you're also the person who you were in a previous lifetime. Do friends from the previous lifetime? All of them. All of them. They all show up. When they show up, do they show up in the visual manifestation of who they were in that previous lifetime? Or just or you just recognize them? How does that work? And she goes, that takes a costume party to a whole new level. Hold on. Um, She's like, all the people that are with me right now, I've been with before. And so, <laughs> coming as you are party takes it just to a whole different level. <laughs> Very good. Uh, I mentioned Charles Grodin. Uh, there's a filmmaker that's making a documentary about him. And I just heard the other day that quite a few uh, other celebrities that are hard to get showed up because they wanted to be part of Chuck's movie story of his life elaine may steve martin is there any thought about that chuck of your awareness of that someone's making a movie about you he's like yes i put it in their heads too <laughs> and and, and they're they forced to think about me constantly hold on he's like no they did that on there he's like there's enough footage out there to make a movie as you know um He's, and I just heard Bill Bill saying, "You made you finally made a movie with me." That's true, Bill Paxson. Uh, yeah. You know, after talking to him on the flip side, finally we got to work together. We were supposed to work together back when our careers started, but his went off into the stratosphere. But anyway, and so that's what he's referring to. Chuck, we went to see a movie that you starred in, called, which directed by Elaine May. And it's called the heartbreak kid and the print had to be flown in from london because they had no prints in the united states and so at the arrow theater last week sold out people were screaming with laughter rolling in the aisles crying with laughter at everything you did in that film and i wrote to elaine may and i, I sent her pictures of the screening so i'm just curious what your thoughts are about that it's like we're the ones tickling everybody to laugh. We were there. 
Um, he said the ending could have been a little different. Oh, please talk about that a little bit. I'll tell Jennifer what you mean in a second. Because I think he just wanted it to last longer. She doesn't know the movie. She doesn't know the last line of the movie. I do. So, Chuck, do you want to put it in her mind with the last visual image? I know that that's, that scene could have gone on more, but do you want it to give her like, it, it felt like it was like kind of like what you say, not here or here, but not here. or Not gone, just not here? Yeah. <laughs> it, it's a very whimsical moment. And what's interesting about the movie and everybody in my family that saw it, which who miss you, he's the godfather of my kids. Um, they all said the same thing. The movie is so much like Chuck, the way he was sort of a little bit OCD, a little bit, you know, Larry David, like, I don't want to touch that or why are you touching me? That kind of thing. He's hilarious throughout the movie. But at the very end of the film, there's a moment when a, he's sitting on a couch. And of course, Elaine may cut it this way because it was all improvised. I mean, this part, and he's sitting on a couch with a 10-year-old boy, and he's looking at him like, because no one's talking to him. No one likes him in the movie, but he, so he has no one to talk to at his wedding. Sybil Shepherd is off of somebody else. So he's sitting with this 10-year-old boy, and he says, so how old are you? And the kid goes, I'm 10. And Chuck looks off in the distance whimsically and says, I was 10 once. <laughs> and that's how the movie ends. But the idea that the self-reflection that yeah is, i felt him i felt him and i felt like a ghost of him but i didn't know that, that was it i was thinking it was love not yeah something like that oh, but I, i'm just saying it's right on the money the the, the movie has a sort of open-ended thing of like what's going to happen next anyway elaine may's 90 uh anything you want to say to elaine may i'm sorry to like jump in and ask you for questions like that but what no, she's, like, she's a tough one she's a tough cookie she's like she can be 105 before she gets up here. <laughs> Her daughter is in succession, by the way. Which one? Would Elaine May's daughter. Yeah, she plays like the executive, you know, one of the older executives at, uh, at, at you know. The attorney? Yeah, the she gets, not Jerry, but she gets oh, okay. let go recently or fired. They fired her over the phone or, you know, fax fired her, something like that. Yeah, that know. feels like her. Huh. So, and she looks just like Elaine. It's a very unusual thing. Anyway, so Chuck, I appreciate that. I, I just wanted to mention that I heard the other day about uh, them um, finishing up your movie and getting uh, interviews with people they never thought they'd be able to get. So uh, yeah, we're looking that. for Yes, don't worry. Are you saying it to me or to? What's he saying? Don't worry, I won't be cut out. No, no, no. He said, don't worry, we're taking care of your girl, um, Luana, for her birthday. And he said, and then he's, and then I'm like, well, what? And then it felt my daughter. And he's like, don't worry, we're going to make sure she doesn't do too, doesn't do too much at frat parties. <laughs> That's great, Chuck. We really appreciate that. All right, Lou, anybody else on your birthday? We're celebrating May 12th. Uh, I won't say what the year was because you used to hide that from me. Um, but what what any of your other pals that you want to talk about or she says she's almost like the same she's half of like so how, however however long she passed away which was 1996 six so however many years she's like i'll take that age <laughs> well we did ask about this once before which was 
them celebrating their day, their birthday on the flip side, meaning the day that you arrive there, people celebrate, I guess people celebrate a lot over there. So what's a form of celebrating? Let's just, you know, for us, it's like party hats and music. Lots of music, lots of music, especially with this group, poetry, um, love language, love languages. Um, What does that mean? Well, that's funny. Hold on. She just showed me like <laughs> visiting, visiting this dimension like they're doing right now. Um, we also celebrate helping you earthlings. <laughs> okay. So almost like, like at a party, you might have like, you know, a gypsy, like, you do? like let's you go have a gypsy show up at the party or a circus or, oh, you know, a jumpy. <laughs> No, a treasure hunt for, but like intermingling here with earth, like that kind of thing. That's hilarious. That is hilarious. And uh, you say music. So give us an idea of who might be playing at your birthday tomorrow. Let's say, I guess tomorrow doesn't really relate because they're celebrating now, but who might be a musician that you might hear from tomorrow or a poet? Crosby, Nash, something like that. David Crosby. All right, very good. She was friends with David. Introduced his anger, me to him. His anger issues have subsided, he, she says. His anger has subsided. Well, that's good. We like that. Actually, uh, it's funny you'd mention him because last night we watched a concert that he gave with the Santa Monica Orchestra, like in 2011, and they just sat on the footage for all these years. And when he passed, they finally put it online, and my wife Sherry said, you got to see this. And it was really beautiful. We listened to the, you know, it was like six songs. Oh, that's and really we good. talked about them. You know, that's why, that's why she mentioned it. I would just say, you know, that just makes sense. Yeah. Um, what would be a song that he might play? Would he play something, you know, from his uh, <laughs> repertoire or something new? I don't know. I just heard the song yesterday, but I know that's not from him. I know that's from. That's, it's allowed. It's allowed. He can play whatever he wants. Right. But maybe he's talking about seeing it yesterday. I don't know. No, uh, no, I'm hearing the song yesterday. yesterday. Oh, okay, that's a great song. That that's the Beatles, right? Yeah. And would would he? Let's ask David. Would he sing that song a cappella? Or John won't let him. <laughs> he just put him on the guitar. No, but I, I, you know, I, I'm sure John doesn't care. But still, would he sing it a cappella? Would other people chime in? Would or would it just be him singing it solo? Oh, they're just like something nostalgic. They have nostalgia too over there. Very interesting to hear. So it's not all modern, new age, you know, electronic, whatever. <laughs> like millennial bullshit. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but that idea of hearing him sing would be really, well, what can I say, poetic. Um, um, yeah, that's lovely. I keep asking. I just love hearing that. I'm like, so how else do you guys celebrate? And she goes, in the love that you give us. So we sending love. We sell it. It's like, that's like sending balloons to us. You know, the love that we give them, we're able to, it, it amplifies. And they showed me that movie Coco. If you asked me about a movie with little ghosts that their memories, you know what I mean? I wouldn't even be able to say it, but they're like, Coco. Yeah, no, you're right. You're absolutely right. And the and the movie really is about that, about celebrating someone. Now and the, the musicians and the dad, like the music, that's right. The music, 
But the other, there's another aspect of Coco, and I want to ask you, Luana, is this accurate? Uh, but the idea that all the, if all the people on the planet who remember you are no longer on the planet, does that mean that you become less of anything, or is that just you know people forgot to talk about you? Do you know what I mean? Like you're always alive if somebody on Earth knew you, but when all the people who are on Earth don't know you. No, it can't. No, you're alive if, if the people over there and here. Oh, there you go. Okay, well that answers the question. Yeah. So they're already, they're already by that by the time that happens, they're saying that they're already on to their next life. No pun intended. So because I can, let me ask you, Lou. Was there any point in your lifetime where you were aware of your higher self back home? Like an incident or an event or just partially all the time? Okay, ask that question again, I'm sorry. So I'm thinking about Luana. She, you know, she used to chant, uh, that was her uh, her religion and her passion and it healed her. She can go right back into it again. So she can go right back into it. But my question is, while you were chanting, was there ever a moment when you became aware of the flip side or aware of your higher self back home, which is what all people the time. all the time. So okay. that so chanting, we've heard this often from people. The vibration. It's a vibration that gets sent out. Helps bypass the filters in a way. Yes, because it's just like me doodling or your conscious mind is being taken care of by chanting. So you're quieting your mind in order, but not thinking about it. So you're allowed to have things come in. So it's a little bit like what Jennifer's doing, just naturally. It's like the filters sort of fall away when we have this kind of conversation and you just answer whatever comes into your mind. You're just not listening to the filters. Whereas everybody else is constantly blocking, blocking, you know, I, you know, I don't believe that or whatever that is. Yeah. So what's a way, what's a way, Luan, I know you've talked about it before, but what's a way to help people access their loved ones on the flip side? By sending them love on the flip side and then asking them if they could feel it. And would they ask for a nod or a shake of the head or a shrug or would, should they visualize them? So you can, yeah. So put your intention that you're, Hold on, I'm just gonna do it real fast to see if my dad, hold on. Hi, Jim. I just heard him say, I love you too, Jennifer June. <laughs> so, called Jennifer June. so that's, in other words, you sent, you sent out a message to your dad, asked him, what did you ask him? I just said, dad, and what can you fill my lap? And that's when he said, I love you too, Jennifer June. And so the answer comes before you can think it. Correct. I wouldn't have thought. And so that's how you verify or you allow that it's possible that they still exist. When you hear that answer mm -hmm. um, from someone on the flip side, I know Tim Bear is somebody who's done a session with you. He's also on the Quora forum. Exactly. He's also my next client. <laughs> well, how about that? Isn't that a little unusual that he popped into my head just before you were about to talk to him? That's really weird. Not weird at all in our world. And I don't mention, you know, I don't talk to you. Like I I've never know. mentioned anybody on on the forum. You said Tim. Name, I never mentioned their name. 
But I, Tim is Tim has an ongoing conversation with his wife on the flip side. I'm sorry yeah. that you aren't going to record that and film it because his conversations are so deep, so interesting. And what he's had conversations with you was just a mind bending. So anyway, he did pop into my head <laughs> because he's up next. Now, is Luana going to help with that or is that just uh, his own thing? I think it's a common, it's accumulation of today. Like, like I, you know, so I get asked questions a lot and I've done a lot of events, as you know, and I just did one where like on Monday night, I read 22 people at Uncorked. Wow. Um, it was sold out on Tuesday night. I did, you know, I read, I don't know, possibly 32 people, I think 32 people where someone, they put their names in a jar and then someone else pulled out the name. And then I, it was fascinating. It was amazing. And I, I'm, the reason why I'm telling you this is I always try to give a little bit of insight and Part of it, like if you, if you, um, just stay with me, Richard. I'm with you. When, when you like want to work, like when you, if you want to, you know, a fit body, you go and work out. If you want to strengthen your intuition, you can, you can strengthen your intuition. It's a muscle. You can do it. Like I don't ever turn this off, but I don't go around reading everyone. I believe it because Tim next, he's getting ready for our, our session. His wife is over there. She's also been like the fact that you said his name, because I don't, you know, you don't I, tell me who your clients are. I would never have known that in a million years, in a million years. And it truly is his name. Like, I want to see if I can just show, show you guys. So Tim is somebody who reached out to me on Quora and, uh, and, and then he asked me about Jennifer and I said, you know, definitely, uh, Get get a chance. I might have to edit out that because his phone number's on there. But uh, <laughs> that's all right. It's a call. It's from somebody who wants to talk to him. Anyways, um, but you know, listen. It's a little bit unusual because he was having these great conversations with his wife, and and he explained how for about a year or so he didn't. You know, he was really trying, trying, and nothing, nothing, nothing. And then he said one day. He was walking on the beach, their favorite beach, and he felt her hand on his shoulder. And then he felt her voice right in his head. And then she just started downloading information. She had been with him all those times he tried, but he couldn't knock the filters down far enough to hear her. So what Jennifer's saying is so apt and it's so important to hear. Here we are talking to my friend Luana who passed away in 1996. We're talking more to her and more directly to her than when she was here. And the idea is, is that how is that possible? She still exists and we're allowing the filters to sort of drift past ourselves and just focus on love, on unconditional love, on, you know, who that person was and, you know, why, how they influenced you on the planet. It's, it's anybody can do it. And that's the point. That's the reason Jennifer, I do this podcast really to show people you want people like believe me i i i would love to be out of a job as much as i love my work but i don't know if that's going to happen in my lifetime but i tell people like you have access to your loved ones it takes time sometimes after they've passed because you're grieving and so that's challenging right but one of the things i love about tim you know and his wife is that they because she when she was passing they tried to talk they talked to each other about the afterlife what does your afterlife look like? What is it going to look like if you are leaving the planet? You know, um, and 
you know, I ask my dad all the time for help, you know, and I just trust that he is helping, you know, and that was such a great thing. Like I was seriously crying, writing that. Can you please get a donut for my daughter to her roommate? <laughs> I do everything sneaky to surprise my daughter and hearing that the love it go. Okay. That's why they're bringing it up. My daughter can feel my love. The people that are here can feel your love. You know, so I need to make sure that I'm sending her love dumping her all day tomorrow. She can feel that. You can do that with people that are still here. They don't, you don't have to be with them. That was so sweet. Thank you, dad. You know, just like our loved ones from on the other side, you can send them lots of love. Now, in my case, she'll call me. Like she can feel, we always figure out who's going to call each other. Who's going to call who first? Like, did you get the, did you know that or did Tim was Tim thinking of you at that time? Like who thinks of who first, you know, but no. And it's, I, and I live in a house where, you know, this is a topic of conversation, not all the time, because they don't want to hear me talk about it, but everybody in the home, in the house is now at least open to the idea that they hear messages from people on the other side. Um, Sherry shared something that she heard this morning from somebody who was saying, you know, you're not omniscient when you get home. I mean, you know a lot more, but you don't know everything, but you have an experience. You are aware of all your previous journeys and you're kind of aware of why you were on the planet, but you're also aware of what you miss about being on the planet, how you can't, you know, tactile sensations. Mm-hmm. But the idea that, that to learn that from somebody no longer on the planet, it's a fascinating topic because it helps you. And they're saying, and they're like, we're still learning how to communicate to you guys. Yeah. And you know, who would, who would have thought that they're actually showing me like weather patterns, like the earth is changing. Like there's things that do hold on. They learn how to find, okay, thank you. They learn how to find the best ways to communicate with us. Like being in my office, I feel my dad. I, you know, sometimes when I'm elsewhere, I might not film as much. So right. it's always good to have your own little space. Like the energy that's built up in my office, I'm so grateful and so lucky. I forced myself to come here today, but all my clients are virtual. But I know that it's such a great space and I need to utilize it more. You know what I mean? But well, can, be can, a- we, can we ask Luan about that? Is that is that accurate? What would you give advice? Should people- yeah. so That's why they said temples, like Buddhist temples, like when people go to church, like the energy, you can feel the energy. There is something there of people, multitudes of people constantly doing that. And you can make a little church in for yourself within your home, whether it's a little in your garden or whether it's out by a river or a bench, make yeah. that your place. They're showing me a car. Like you, a lot of people are, you know, are quiet in the car. Like, That's true. Nice but not while driving. <laughs> you can talk to people i you can talk to them you just don't just oh that's don't. true no no i i know what you're saying i know all right well i don't want to take up to what tim's session even though isn't that funny How big weird. shout out to tim that's big shout out i've never met the guy so we send him our best and uh i think it's really funny that his uh, wife showed up to have her so luana Let's put this back in your lap. Any final words on your birthday? We're celebrating your birthday today. Oh, she just gave you a little kiss on the cheek and said, thanks for loving me. Well, thanks for your love, Luana Anders. You can look her up at LuanaAnders.com. 
300 TV shows and movies, an amazing prolific person who still is prolific. And I just saw I said, thank you for being like my mentor. And she's like, well, right back at you. (laughs) (laughs) Really cool. How weird that we met each other and how weird that Luana orchestrated that and how weird that we're having this conversation. And that we can do it every week. Regard like we still try to do this every single week. It's unbelievable. And it's almost like we're outside of time. That's what I feel like. Because I, you know, I've had a weird week and then I come to this moment and I'm not, there's nothing weird about it at all. To me, it's completely normal. We're having a conversation with somebody on the flip side. What's the big deal? All right, everybody. We love you, Jennifer. Thank you so much. Thank you, Luana. Thanks, Charles Grodin, for stopping by to say hi. Thanks, David Crosby. I know you'd like to say a few more things, but still, thank you for stopping by and thank you for lending your voice to Jennifer's ears. Yesterday, all your troubles seemed so far away. All right, very good. We love you, Jennifer. Love you too, Richard. Bye. (laughs) This has been Hacking the Afterlife podcast with Jennifer Schaefer. For more information, jenniferschaefer.com, martinizone.com, or richmartini.com. Hacking the Afterlife documentary is available on Gaia.com via Amazon Prime.